You are listening to You and the Truth, where we will give you the truth face-to-face. Now, what you do with it is up to you. Hey, welcome to You and the Truth. Uh, I'm Rat and Ralph, and I am here with Rick and Tom, and I'm going to let them take over. I'm just going to say something before you guys get started. I did not watch the entire debate. And by the way, this is called, I call it the debate debacle. Because every every time I see these bozos, these first of all, I hate I can't stand politicians, and this is why I love Trump because he's not a politician. But I see these guys on stage. What a bunch of morons! So I, you know, I started watching this thing. I had to step away. My wife says, "Where are you going?" I said, "I'm going to go puke." Yeah, seriously, (laughs) it's disgusting. So I'm just going to lay back, and Rick, I'm going to hand it over to you and you and Tom. Because my dad always told me, I says, look, son, when you when you get together with, with people, be the dumbest guy in the room. And it, I want to let you guys take over and, and just because I, I can't I can't handle this. Rick, uh, turn it over to you. OK, going into last night, I was. Well, very optimistic, to be honest with you, with some unbelievably good, good candidates coming in on paper. You know, it's like a like a sports team on paper. God, they're great. Stats all line up. They're saying the right things. Then they open their mouths. So last night, let me just start with uh, supposedly the the front runner. What happened to DeSantis? The guy is so great on his feet in press conferences, slamming left left liberal media left and right and quick on his feet. Last night, it looked like an AI was running him. Very robotic, very mechanical. Everything looked nervous terribly nervous on his first, his very first point. Now, do, do I love his ideas? Of course I do. I mean, who doesn't love the part when he said he's going to take troops into Mexico and take care of the cartels? Um, yeah, that's the right thing to say to right wingers. Are you going to do it? Probably not. I mean, we can talk it, but is he going to do it? I don't know. So to me, polished, of course, cause he has all the right answers but way too scripted, way too robotic. Where's that guy that slams the media every time they turn wrong on him? That's who I want to see. Tom? So I, I don't disagree with anything you said there, but I, I, it's very predictable, though. If we go back in Ron's career, when he ran for Congress, he was a deer in headlights, his first media shows. Uh, when he was going up against Putnam, um, totally, totally um, – he looked so out of his element. He looked like a fish out of water in his first debate against Putnam. Putnam crushed him. Um, the same thing happened uh, against Charlie Crist. You felt the same way. Ron, number one, is not comfortable in that that format. He does not like debate. It's just not his thing. He's a brilliant guy, and I, I can tell you some stories of um, that just to exemplify his brilliance. His problem is uh, he lacks charisma, right? So what happens in debate prep is they say, okay, here are the questions you're going to get. Be prepared with this answer. Be prepared with this um, quip. Be prepared with this retort. Be prepared with this uh, response to so-and-so. And so he is a bookish person who looks at things, absorbs them, and has them on his mind, right? So in that debate set, you can see him. He's looking. He's looking at the camera, and he's he's listing off the things he he needs to say. And blah 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 blah. He doesn't. But there's no emotion there. There's no vitality there. There's no personality. There's there, there's just no um, communication 
in a in a Reagan sense, in a in a Trump sense. Totally agree with you a hundred percent on that. But here's what I was impressed with 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 DeSantis. Um, he stayed on script with with what he who he is. The governor that led America was the guy who pushed back against Fauci, pushed back against Trump, in fact, right? He pushed back against President Trump during the the early days of the lockdowns and said, yeah, we're going to do it, but we're just going to do it for this long period, right? And and he stuck to it. Um, I, this is the guy who, last night he talked about the deep state. You're right. He talked about the border and he said, you know, we're going to go to where the fentanyl is being distributed um, across the border. He said the things that needed to be said. Here's the, here's the problem. And, and this is the debate. And so I'll qualify it this way. And I'm going to go from the macro down to the micro. Um, America lost last night. You're exactly right. Trump won last night. Um, and you're exactly right on that. Fox News was abominable. They were horrible. Martha McCallum was reading from Talking Points memos from um, from the Democrat Party. They spent four, basically... Of TV time, they spent 20 minutes, but it was it was seven and a half minutes of debate time. The number one topic was abortion. Republicans don't care about abortion in in the moment in terms of what are we going to do next. We've already done we've already done it. Trump won the Supreme Court, set the Supreme Court, and we now have it back in the Ninth and Tenth Amendment back to the states. That's what we want as Republicans. Simply put. That should not have been an issue even discussed last night. So Fox News was was working the Democrat playbook. They wanted a, they wanted what they got. They wanted that brawl. They want that brawl. They wanted that 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 beer brawl. That that um, the push beer push. Let's put it that way, right? Uh, because that's what they wanted. That's what they got, and it was embarrassing. But DeSantis tried to stay on script, but ultimately his failure was this. Yeah. That was his failure. Yes. Uh, and and yes. I'm sorry. Listen, you can both be challenging Ron, I mean, uh, President uh, Trump and say, I think I would be a better president and also say this is the biggest injustice in American history and I will defend this man all the way because it could be me next. That's how you That's how you answer the question. You don't look around and say, okay, yeah. I'm gonna put, by the way, every one of these candidates supposedly signed – an agreement that they would support the nominee no matter who it is. So it should have been an easy everyone yes and say, well, we already signed that. That's what's your next question, right? Yes. So DeSantis, his slow hand is going to be a listen. Let's it, it follows up on the week earlier when he he called called out Trump voters instead of Trump. You never call yeah. out a person's supporters. You call out the person. If you don't like yeah. what Donald Trump's doing, call it Donald Trump. You don't call you don't minimize or malign his supporters because guess what? Ron, you will need them someday. And mm-hmm. e- either you're going to choose to leave politics or you're going to stay in politics. And listen, I love Ron and I, I I'll finish it on this by saying I have been in politics my entire life. I mean, when I say entire life, since I was a toddler, I've been in politics. <laughs> um, Ron DeSantis is probably individually one of the top five in terms of intellect I've ever met as a politician in terms of his ability to recall things. Um, he's got a strategic mind, but none of that was on display last night. Um, he needs to pick up his game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, I just want to throw something in here. A couple of comments. Um, DeSantis, I'll touch on him first very quickly. There's a huge difference between a, a, a press conference, Rick, and a debate. 
Yep. Oh, I'll, I let was me do this. In debate. I'm sorry. Let me just do this for a moment because we we're just talking about Ron DeSantis. <laughs> nice. So nice. Um, I'm going to do this because listen, I, I've said this from day one on on this topic, and that is, I only have I, I in all honesty, I had two choices coming in. It's either President Trump or Ron DeSantis. I will be Correct. happy with either one of them as president because I know both of them will fight back against the media, fight back against the deep state, as Ron was talking about the deep state last night. I'd be happy with both. What I'm not happy with is this is a team sport. Campaign politics yes. on, on this level is a team sport. We cannot shoot ourselves with with flesh-killing um, you know, uh, wounds and, and expect to win on election day. We have to yep. focus on the issues, never focus on the individual, focus on the issues. Let the people decide who the best candidate is. And unfortunately, um, I, I, Fox did not allow that to happen last night. Yeah. Well, I think Fox is a joke, to be honest with you. Oh, um, ever, the first big bad move was Bill O'Reilly getting rid of him. Then now when they got rid of Tucker Carlson, I said, I turned around to the people I've talked to. I said, this is it. Oh, so they're, they're let me jump. I, I Let just me want jump to say in, this. Um, Tom, what yeah. the hell you got? The, you got... So, this is, <laughs> He's got every candidate. So, I, I just want to say, listen, these are both my candidates, and I like them yes. both. Um, and I'm just going to yes. say I like them both and just make I sure everyone can see it okay. So I just – the Sanders yeah, land. Yeah, land. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry, guys. Back to – No, oh, you're good. But Okay, I, I'm Ralph, sorry. You... The last thing I'm going to say on this, oh, it, all boils down, it all boils down to this, okay? It all boils down there, to – There we go. All boils make down America to this. Great again. Make the Constitution great. Yes, that's true. That's what it all boils down to. Right. Now you're going Levine. Yes. Yeah, yeah, great yeah, one. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you, man. I hear well, you. I'll tell you this, Ralph, real quick on the Fox thing. We we need to do some deep diving people out there. Fox is not a right wing. Look who runs it. Correct. Look who owns it. Yeah, you're right. Why do you think they got rid of Bongino and, and him? It's, yeah, but it's, but it's all we got, doing. Rick. It, 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 mainstream media. What else do we have? I, Nothing Newsmax, I guess, is where you're going to have to go at some but point. But they're not mainstream. Oh, are they mainstream? Oh, no, no. no. So, no. So, so to your point, they are not on the, all the cable networks. They're not on all these. But keep in mind, we're in a transition phase right now. The media is in decline in general, right? I mean, the, the, the alphabet media is in decline. OAN is on the rise. Um, yes. Uh, One American Network is on the rise. Um, basically, look at Twitter. I mean, look what happened last night. And this is one of the reasons we know that Trump won is because Tucker on X um, yeah. <laughs> uh, produced even higher ratings than the debate, which the debate was the highest watched debate in American history. So on That's that crazy. level, yeah. let's keep in mind, people are upset and they want to see what the change will be. So they tuned in, yep. but they also tuned yep. in to Trump as well. So um, I'll leave it there. No, that's really a good point. Very good yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, one final comment is see what you guys think about this. I've always said that the Democrats have something that the Republicans don't have, and that is that they stick together come hell or high water. Nobody defects. It's like a mafia, dude. It, I, it reminds me of that clip from the uh, from the Star Wars thing where the the, the big honcho comes on and he says, uh, "Come to the dark side. Yes, yeah, yeah. either live together." Or we die together. You see? They do. And, and that's the way they are, dude. They're like cockroaches. They stick together like rats. They don't defect. You see these Republicans, they're all over the place. They criticize each other. They can you explain that? Can somebody explain that shit to me? Vivek made that point perfectly clear when he was oh, yeah. talking about Christie, and he said to Christie, um, you it's vengeance 
against one person with you. And, <laughs> and you know, we should be channeling the, to your point, Ralph, we should be channel channeling the, the Ben Franklin notion that we all better stand together, right? We all are all mm-hmm. hang together. So yep. um, that's the reality. Republicans have to have that same unity uh, as you point out, Ralph, that, that the Democrats always have. Uh, I, I've never and, seen it, and I don't think it's going to happen now. Okay, Rick, your next uh, next. No, program. I like where Tom was going with Vivek, too, because you're talking about a man that was absolutely targeted last night. They're scared of him, and they should be, by the way. They should absolutely be petrified. He owned that stage last night. Mm-hmm. You want to know why? Because he took on everybody and didn't care. He was Trump last night, mm-hmm. 110%. He, he took on every single battle. The Christie one was hilarious when he said, okay, Obama, come, hu- you're going to hug me like Obama. He owned that stage. He owned the debate, in my opinion. Of course, people are going to say DeSantis won it because it's DeSantis. He's the front runner. I get that. His points were great. And I am not a DeSantis hater at all. Love him. Yale baseball player, one of the most brilliant minds ever as far as naval guy. I mean, come on. How can you not love that dude? But just like he said, I'm hoping it was a slow start. I hope he picks it up. Um, Vivek, let me tell you something. Young ideas, like he said, is exactly what we need in this party. Mm-hmm. You know, get rid of the old guard. Like he said, if your car is broke, you don't take it right back to the person who broke it, do you? Take it to somebody new to fix it. And my last point, because I, I love listening to Tom on these, but whoever wins this presidency, if you do not make this man a cabinet head of something, you're missing the boat 110%. You're missing everything. And if he doesn't get it, run for Senate, be a congressman, do something, because this guy's brilliant. He's brilliant. He's got a young family, young wife. You know, he is the American dream. His parents came over. He's turned three companies into into billion-dollar companies. I mean, come on. That's the American dream. So uh, let me throw – go ahead. Okay, okay. Uh, let me throw a question at you. Do you think it was a good move on on uh, Trump's part to not participate? One hundred percent, absolutely, one hundred percent. Why? Why? Well, s- simply point: you don't give credibility to um, listen. If when you're winning by the percentage that he's winning, you don't give credibility to the opposition. <clears throat> yeah, I mean he's I he's at fifty five percent. There was no reason for him to do this last night. Of course, we're selfish, and we wanted to see it because he would have owned some people last right. night. Let me tell you, uh, he would have he would have destroyed a couple people. Absolutely, and you know what? You yes. know what? He had a supporter there because Vivek loves him, yes. loves him. Mm-hmm. You know, you could see you could see these politicians pairing up. I mean, if Christie wasn't up Pence's ass any deeper, <laughs> I don't know how far he's got to go to be that guy. But that's why he's so fat, I guess. I mean, that dude was eating his ass last night. It was embarrassing. Yeah. Was- well, so to your point on, on Vivek, so here's – let me give you the pros and I'll give you the con on, on Vivek last night. Number one, he was high energy, right? And that's what young America as, – as you point out, Rick, young America – interestingly here, you've got Ron DeSantis who is just a few years older. We've got what? Six, right, five, six true. years, seven years older, six yeah, years older. True. So he's not a, he's not even half a generation older, but he acted a full generation older last night. And he's got to learn to gear it up. Vivek came out with uh, gravitas. He came out with energy. He came out with viv, vem, um, back as, as they said <laughs> back in the 1940s, right? But here's, here's the beautiful. He hit the right 
tones. He talked about revolution, right? America right now is, um, there's, there's two levels into America right now. You have this young generation who, again, like every young generation, does not like what their parents are leaving them. Right. And so even if you're talking about the, the hippies of the 1960s, it was revolution. Even even with the conservatives of the early 1980s, it was revolution because they were tired of what, what we saw coming out of the 70s um, with corruption and, and Carter. Right. And so it, it what Vivek is demonstrating is this newness, this freshness. Now, he, he's right on on Ukraine. He's right on oh, mental yeah. health when it comes to crime and, yeah. and these issues we're facing. Um, he was right on pushing up against the establishment and the deep state and his w- declaring war on the administrative state. You know, that's that is you're feeding the map. You're feeding the, the base, right? The base has yeah, been watching absolutely. this since 2015, how the, the administrative state and hell to, tonight with Trump being indicted and having to go get his his picture taken picture taken for for the post office right um and every news but here's the beauty trump is like like he always does he's going to take that um picture that 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 perp walk picture he's going to put it on every shirt and every hat and say absolutely and and, and he's gonna he's gonna say you know the democrats have che liberty loving americans have trump and he's gonna put the he's gonna put the picture on right i mean democrats have che and or z um, G and 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 we've got we got Trump. So he's going to make a he, he's going to make a lemonade out of lemon there. Um, oh, but, he's going to turn into a rapper. He's going to be the most wanted. Yes, I mean, I can exactly. see that absolutely that, that shirt already. Yeah. <laughs> climate change. His answer on climate change. Everyone else on that stage, including yes, Ron, bowed, coward, yes, coward yes, to that question, yes. which was a Democrat yep. question. It's not a one hundred percent. And so. I'm going to share something with your audience on this moment, and this is important. Vivek didn't say it, but he's he was right on the issue. Um, I want the audience to Google Tonga Hunga, T-O-N-G-A-H-U-N-G-A, um, and it was January 15th last year. Um, there it was it was an incredible. Remember Mount Pinatuba blowing its its stack. Remember Mount St. Helens blowing its stack. Um, in history books, people will read about Krakatoa blowing its stack. This was the most significant uh, climactic event um, in the last 125 years. And it put more water vapor into the atmosphere. Uh, NASA's articles on this uh, reflect that uh, global temperatures should rise between one and a half and two and a half degrees Celsius since last. And what are we watching? Record temperatures everywhere. We're watching changes in weather patterns in terms of uh, drought here, uh, too much rain there. It's all, it was all predicted, but the media didn't touch it. They wouldn't talk about no. it. No one knows about it. I'm sure either one of you don't even know about it, but no, I didn't know none, about of, it. none of the eight candidates last night mentioned it. And, but this is an right. example of where Vivek had the best answer, but it wasn't the best answer, right? It, it was the best mm-hmm. answer and he's hundred percent right. And they all should have agreed. Someone should have said, it's a bullshit question. This is a Republican primary uh, debate. Right. And, and if you want to go kowtow right. to the fake science of, of, of global warming, and now that they're Thank called you. climate change, because ever since the world was created, we've had climate change every single day. Um, yep. So here's the thing. Vivek, here's my scary part about Vivek, though. I'll add this. He has only voted twice in his past. Mm-hmm. So I worry yep. about his, um, you know, it's he's, he's a mile wide and an inch deep. And 
Right. Um, so <laughs> right. I, I don't know the veracity of what he says. He's saying the right things, but I don't know how mm. well he believes them, but he says them in the right way. And he says right. it with an educated voice, meaning it doesn't sound like it's shallow. He reminds right. me somewhat of Perot, and that scares the daylights out of me. Um, <laughs> and it does. And here's why. And I'll just finish it yeah. on this point about Vivek. This is my concern. I need more proof in the pudding from Vivek. Yep. I love what I've heard, but he has changed his positions even since four months ago. Um, and so it's important to understand that trajectory. We need consistency, not someone who's just going to answer the right um, answer to the right questions because he's sure. a brilliant, he's a brilliant guy and he demonstrates brilliant, that over and over. Brilliant again. guy. Yeah. Um, so he, here's my concern is Perot. Keep, keep in mind, Perot received a historic amount of votes. We hadn't seen that many votes for a third party candidate um, since uh, 1908 or 1910 or 1908. I think it was. So uh, my, my point being um, the minute Perot lost and he triangulated and gave the presidency to Bill Clinton, you never heard of Ross Perot again on all these important issues that he felt so passionate about that he spent right. millions and millions and millions of his money to run for mm -hmm. office. And then he pff, evaporated and yeah. never rose his head again. He was, yeah. he was a creation, I guess is my point. He was a plant. Yeah. He was a triangulation of Dick Morrison and, and that crowd uh, against Bush. I worry, and here's what I worry about. Um, okay. Vivek is, has this character. He's, he's, he's charismatic. Um, yeah. Does he become a third party candidate to triangulate the youth Ooh, away from, votes from Trump? Uh, from Trump? Yeah. This is, yep. I, I worry about the Trojan horse potential here. Um, and I'll mm -hmm. be honest, I'm just going to leave it there. So I need more proof in the pudding. I'll leave it there. I, I want to touch on a couple things real quick, Ralph. Uh, the Ukrainian thing, he's spot on. We know it. Yep. Me and you know this, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, when I when I text you guys that talking about too many of these guys have business interests and in keeping wars going, right? Yep. Yep. Did you hear him slight Nikki Haley? Oh God. When he beautiful. said, Oh, you're still on Lockheed Martin as a as a board member? And she was like, I am not. I am not. Well, no, okay, I was so like, bingo. In in her defense, she wasn't, but she was on the board. I know, I know but she I, was on the board of he Boeing. Knows where he's going. No, no, but she yeah. was on the board of Boeing. I think okay. in his mind, he knew that talking point. I think he just erred on saying which company. The one that came to mind was was Lockheed Martin, sure. not Boeing, because yeah. it, right. it was Boeing. Yeah, but he's dead. He's Absolutely. dead right. Just like he said, everybody on this stage is paid for. Yes, he correct. was dead right on that. Yes. So that's what I liked about him because that's very Trump like. Everything yes. he did when yes. the, when those slights back at him mm -hmm. was Trump like. I was like, good for you, dude. Mm -hmm. But but I'm with you on that, Tom. It, the, you can't put anything past anybody. If he splits off and takes those votes, Republicans are dead if he goes independent, honestly. Now, see, keep in mind. So remember, and we've, we've got to understand that the other side knew they had a Manchurian candidate. They knew the corruption of, of Joe Biden and his family. Yep. Everyone knew it. We knew it, right? So <laughs> yes. he, hides in, he's hi he hides in his cellar and he wins the election because of COVID and COVID law changes uh, that... that Laws that were able to be changed Change legally and illegally yeah. because of yep. COVID. So yep. they knew that then. They know now the only chance they have to win, and this doesn't matter who the who their candidate is, because it won't be Joe Biden. It's going to be um, Newsom. It's going to be um, uh, Michelle. It's going to be someone else. 
But the only way they can win is to triangulate by creating a third-party candidate who's going to peel off a conservative, radical, anti-government base. Um, and that can harm Trump. That's my yeah. worry. Yeah. Yeah. But you talk, are you talking about the primaries? No, the, no, the no. I'm talking primary. about after no, the primaries. Talking I'm talking about the after general the election. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. He's saying no matter who it is in, yeah, as a Republican, yeah. because I get where he's going with that. Yeah. Right, let, me, let me ask you, Rick, and I'll go to you first. Uh, do yep. you, did you, anybody really think that any of these guys think that they can beat Trump? I mean, here was the, the stage last night. No. So to me, it was almost like these guys are there and they're vying to me. It's they're, they're putting themselves out there to, and they're vying for, for some sort of cabinet post or something because they know or he's vice president. Be, right. Or am, vice president. am I wrong yeah. in assuming that? Yes, yes, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you are wrong. And and I so the secondary reason is Rick's right about it, is that there it's VP or, or or a cabinet position. But no, here's what everyone's vying for. This is why there were so many challengers to Trump, and that is there are four um, there, there there are four indictments against Trump right now. All it takes is one of them to succeed and put him in jail, and then. One of these others may fill that gap on the Republican ticket. We don't know how that's going to play out, but they all recognize that potential is is uniquely high because what, one of these um, indictments is in New York City. One is in Washington, D.C. One is in Fulton that's County. All three yep. are easy. Remember what um, Lav Beria, um, the, the secret uh, police chief of, of Stalin's, said about he said show me the man and i will show you the crime and each of these crimes that that the indictments were always about the man first they were all saying okay here's donald trump let's go find the crimes for him this is purely soviet in in his creation so my point of saying that is if three of these four other than the florida indictment which actually surprisingly is the strongest indictment but it's still (laughs) it's still not strong it's still not better than 50 50 but it's still stronger. Um, the reality is all it takes is one of these Democrat juries, because they're going to be ju- Democrat juries. Um, D.C. voted 95% against Trump. Yes. Um, so yeah. you can guarantee there's not going to be a, a conservative or Republican on that jury. New York City, right. that particular uh, precinct, um, voted like 76% against Trump. Um, the best one is Atlanta. Fulton County was 30% for Trump. The reality is he's going to get indicted. Unless these yeah. cases get thrown out. Now, the Fulton County has a very good chance of being thrown out for a variety of reasons. But the point is, I think these guys calculated the risk reward and they said there's a good chance that Donald Trump will be in jail. And that's why the question is, if Donald Trump is in jail, if he's in prison, would you still support him? Now, they all raised their hand, except a- Asa Hudson, uh, Hutchinson. Um, yes. even, even Christie did, but then Christie said, Oh no, that's not what I was doing. But the reality I know is, he said he was doing this pointing over. They so all I signed said, the pledge. They all signed yes. the pledge, but here's the point. They also know that that pledge is, is, is worthless as the paper, that's a paper joke. Was signed on. Yeah. But here's yeah. the point. If he's in jail, one of them can possibly ascend into the actual, um, uh, race. And that's, that's, that's why they did it. That's why they all did yeah. it. <laughs> I don't, guys. I don't know. First of all, I don't think he's. I don't think he's going to be found. Even if he's found guilty on any one of those, this, this thing is going to go all the way to the Supreme Court on all Absolutely. kinds of issues. Correct. Yes. So, Correct. Yeah, and and this uh, to me, it's a smokescreen. It's Correct. distraction. They throw everything. Like been. you said, this is yeah. Trump. 
throw everything at hopefully something will, will something stick. sticks well they know well even even on that level to your point ralph it's it's financial right think about this trump has to spend money significant amounts of money now he's got not not just one um indictment he's facing he's four indictments so he has to file he has to hire four sets of attorneys he has to <laughs> you know he has to spend all that money Money that should be raised to going to win the presidency is going to fight these things. And we're talking about a billion dollars um, at minimum to run for president. You know, I'll disagree with you there because to him, not only him, but his his uh, circle. Money is no object. You think he's going to let money get in the way of this? This man's ego is so huge. It's so huge. This guy (laughs) wants to destroy. He wants. He's not going to let money get in the way. Money is not going to be an issue. There's going to be donors coming out of the woodwork for this guy. That's truth. Well, I'm so, telling uh, you. But, but keep in mind, so uh, I, I disagree with this, and I'll, I'll tell you why I disagree, because this is actually the real reason why they have all these laws, all these indictments. And here it is. It's it's the lawfare that's going on. Remember um, the, 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 the initial attorneys in, in Atlanta that were helping him fight the uh, – uh, the lawsuit or the basically fight the, the legal challenges re- related to um, the, the loss of the election. Attorneys want to be able to have a career. And so what's happening mm-hmm. is the purpose that the leftists are using this lawfare, which is the effort to, um, you know, mm-hmm. use, use lawsuits as an abusive tactic uh, is to weaken the, the interest attorneys will have to defend conservatives to defend good legal issues that that we would support. And so it is drying up. People are losing their courage because they recognize it's everyone's getting away with it. There is the FBI, the deep state, the weaponization of the DOJ, the weaponization of the CIA, um, the entire in the entire executive branch. This has gone a long way. People are afraid. People are afraid to speak up. Look at the way they work with social media, kicking people off near post off the social media. None of this was done just to do it. It was done to suppress free speech, liberty, our constitution. Tom, what's the name of that uh, law firm that they actually have created to go after lawyers that that defend Trump? Oh, yes. They are. Yeah, yeah. They have a the yes. entire law staff Correct. doing this. Correct. That's why they're all backing away. Well, it, They've it, targeted them like that. It, this is the Soviet again. It's Soviet style to chill oh, yes. to chill dissent of any kind. Yes. Yeah. It's sad. Rick, it's do you have sad. is there something else you wanted to bring up? Uh, another point on the debate? No, I was just going to go to uh, Christy. But if if uh, if we want to just go to to predicting, but the debate to me was, I mean, the, the last three or four candidates, except for Nikki Haley, I thought were very bland, to be honest with you. Pence got owned. Uh, I think going back to the Vivek thing, um, when he doesn't have a pulse on, on the, the U S and what Vivek was trying to say. And Pence is like, what we need is a, is a stronger government, just like our people. And I'm like, Whoa, dude, Wait, now you're going into big government again. Go ahead. No, you you said Pence. I I didn't. I, yeah. I, I saw Race Bannon on stage. I didn't see Mike Pence. <laughs> Dude, his hair his hair looked like Jimmy Johnson Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, man, that exactly. thing didn't move. I know it's so. To your point, and and this is this is sad. I mean, so I'm going to read some numbers off to you guys real fast. 
Okay. Pence um, had 12.37. Vivek had 11.47. Christie had 11.22. Ron had 10.22. Haley had 8.41. Scott had 8.15. Burgum had 8. And and Hutchinson had 7.3. My point is, there's about... About 25 minutes there that were totally wasted with candidates that should have not even been on the stage. Oh, yeah, I agree, I agree with that. And, and it's sad because I, what I was trying to tell you guys earlier on Bergam, I love that, oh, yeah. dude. The problem is he is not cut for this. He's so in uh, over his head. But if you listen to him with his small town talk and how he was brought up, yep. dude, there's nothing more than you can do but love that, dude. It's oh, just yes. he's not for this. No. He's for North Dakota. You know, that that's where he belongs. Three a town of three hundred. That's a good dude. He's yep. a good dude. Yeah, you wanted to be your neighbor, not your president. Yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> you know, that dude ripped his Achilles yesterday and still showed up to yes, the debate. Exactly. With a torn Achilles yesterday. Yeah. It, it, it was I said, remarkable. LeBron James would have taken four years off if that would have happened. <laughs> <laughs> Bergham's talking about going home, jumping on his horse. Exactly. I mean, that's what you got to love about that. Dude. That's right. <laughs> All right. So, so let's, let's close this up. Each one of you, um, uh, Rick, I'll start with you. G- give me your, um, your opinion on the debate. Um, who won? If, if, if you think anybody won, did it do anybody any Vivek good? And, and who was just DeSantis won to me. I think it'd be a toss up because, uh, because of DeSantis's popularity. And like I said, I love the dude, but, uh, he needs to loosen up. Just, just get back to, you know, I, I get it. I'd be a deer in headlights myself. You know, if you've never been in that kind of stage in that kind of pressure, you don't know it. You know, everybody expects them to be better. They're humans, man. That's, that's a big moment. Um, I would love to see Vivek, like I said, no matter what, get get a position of something or or just accept that he's got some fresh new ideas and use them, Republicans. I mean, if he's not a Trojan horse, use this dude. He's he's pretty brilliant and he's got a pull, he's got a touch on some of the younger crowd, mm-hmm. which is I think we're getting away from on that side. Again, Nikki Haley, I thought had some great points. I loved her abortion talk about I don't care if 70% of Americans agree with this. We don't have the numbers in Senate and Congress to get it passed. So stop talking like we do. I love that point. That was fantastic to me. Um, Chris Christie just needs to go away. I'm over that dude. Uh, He's a suck up. And again, I... Man, I hate to say it like that, but he is. He he reminds me of a good fellow from New Jersey that'll tell you anything you want and to suck up to anybody just to just to be on that stage. What He's about done. Pence? What's your thought? What are your thoughts on Pence? I think Pence I love Pence's Christianity and I love his belief, but I'll tell you what, he was pushing it too hard last night and he sounded like a pastor. And it, that doesn't come across 110% anymore. Not the way it should, because to me he looks like a snake. He looks fake to me. He does. He looks way too polished and he was smug last night. He was very cocky mm-hmm. last night. When they cut him off a couple times, he had this look like, how dare you? I don't like that. Did you did you guys see that that interview that uh Tucker Carlson did with uh with Pence? Where where he I Tucker Carlson asked him about Ukraine. Yep. And and do you guys remember that? Yep. That to me was that that was it. His career, Pence's career was over. Well, the, here, yeah. here's the problem. And 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 this is why it's over. It, it 
when you watch the debate, you realize he didn't he wasn't listening to Tucker's question. He he was responding to Tucker's tone. What he was basically saying is, um, I I don't want to hear that. Uh, that basically he was dismissing Tucker because he knows Tucker doesn't support him. So he screws up because his answer was that doesn't matter, right? But mm. it does matter. But yeah. he was so on his talking point, he wasn't listening to what was being said. And so he was answering a different question. But that's when politicians, we know they're acting like politicians. Because in, yep. because this is what, and this is what we love about Vivek. He's willing to go anywhere, anytime and answer questions, right? I said I should say Vivek, Vivek, because that's how yeah. you pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, no, I but, keep going. But the yeah. point is, he has the courage to go anywhere and talk to anyone at any time. And that shows a brilliance and a confidence in what you know. Um, and he, he, and I will tell you, watching his his uptick in terms of his knowledge base has been fun to watch because he's been studying what he needs to study. Mm-hmm. Tom, to that point, real quick, did you see him confront the uh, transgender yes. activist at Iowa? That was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. It was absolutely brilliant. And that's what he's willing to do instead of being handled by as campaigns do. And this is. The worst part about politics are the handlers, the campaign staff, the campaign managers, um, the consultants, right? That's what ruins candidates. Overly scripted, overly tight. They get them so tense and, and worked up that they're afraid to speak and, and, and just say things the, the way they would naturally do it. Right. <coughs> you're right. Too many handlers at times. You're, you're absolutely right. All right. So, but, so but, Rick, you, you believe DeSantis... Uh, <coughs> I think DeSantis, if, if Trump is out of this race, DeSantis is the candidate, period. And I don't care how many debates we do. Viveco, he's going to get some some upticks. Vivek's going to make a run at this. Uh, you watch, because you're going to get some young Republicans jumping to his side. I promise you. Okay. Tom, what's your take on this? And then after that, I have one more question for you guys. Well, I, I, I think Rick's exactly right. I, I think it's this is a Trump-DeSantis race. I think Vivek is a is a fun candidate. Um, but like what often happens historically is you have the rise up and then the settling down. Um, it, it, he's right now he's a Brit. He's, he's the new shiny thing. Right. And so <laughs> yeah. we, we don't know a lot about him. We're learning, but what we do know about him, we like, I mean, he's a brilliant guy. He's, he's been successful. He's outside of politics, right. Which is what everyone loves. This is why they love Trump. Right. So he's, he's like Trump light in that respect. He's bold. He's strong. He's got a voice that um, that carries. And I don't mean loud. What I mean is um, when he speaks, he, he doesn't waste words. All right. One last question for both of you. I I, um, I believe Trump is going to get past this and I believe he's going to be these these indictments. I think he's going to get past that. I think he's going to be the nominee for the. My question is this, Rick, I'll go to you first. Who do you think he will choose as his vice president? You know what? With all the animosity between him and I would love to see DeSantis be his VP. That's your strongest one, too, by far. I mean, it's a landslide if you do that, in my opinion. I don't care about these polls at 50-50. First off, this country's brain dead if you're putting that dude back in the office for four years. Um, But if it's not. And I can't go with Vivek because he's too young, and that that would be there. There'd be red flags. But, but, You'd get the younger younger guys. This is what I mean by this. I, I'd put him as a cabinet member. That's exactly what I said. You don't think he'd put attract the young generation? I think he would, but I think some of these older Republicans would shy away from it. Going, what are you doing, Trump? 
I, I, I truly believe that. And I, I think those, those voices still resonate a, a little stronger at this point. Right. Um, so honestly, I don't know who he chooses. I mean, I, Scott to me had all the, uh, all the uh, availability to make a run yesterday oh. and he just fell so flat. Yes. And I love that dude mm-hmm. just fell flat to me. Totally agree. But it was the first it, debate. Oh my gosh. Oh my know, gosh, Ralph. But he even tried, he tried some MLK sound to him yeah. during one of the answers. He did the MLK on me and I'm like, Oh no, 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 no. You can't. Why are you trying to impersonate him, man? I, I don't even think he thought he was doing it, but you could hear it clear as day. If you go back, listen to it. It sounded dead on, dead on. All right, Tom, over to you. What do you think? As for his vice presidential candidate, um, it, it's it's really tough because uh, I think Rick's like, I think early on I expected it would be, it would be Scott. Um, I don't think it will be Scott now. I mean, partially be, keep in mind, Let's go back just for a second. And I, in 1980, that that race was a vitriolic race, right? Voodoo economics was not a term coined by the Democrats. It was coined by George Bush against against President or the candidate uh, Reagan at the time. They mended fences and they became a very successful team. Um, The reality is, and Rick's exactly right. The best person he could choose to to heal the party. And help it get over the finish line in a successful way, and set up a a, a smooth transition to the future. Because remember, he can only serve four years. So whoever right. he chooses becomes the odds-on favorite to be the twenty twenty-eight presidential nominee for the Republican Party. So DeSantis is the right choice, and this would be. I, 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 let me criticize Trump here in doing this. Trump's biggest weakness, ironically, despite the fact that his much of his his fame to younger audiences came on a TV show that he created, um, that was played by uh, DeSantis pretty well when he said "You're fired" to uh, uh, to Anthony Fauci, right? <laughs> Which was yes. a great moment last night. But here's, here's, moment. here's been Trump's biggest weakness: personnel decisions. And during his administration, whether it was William Barr, uh, Comey, not firing Comey. Um, not firing Fauci, hiring certain people in his own administration, um, his first chief of staff, his 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 uh, secretary of, uh, of the interior, you name it, he made bad choices over and over yep. and over again on personnel. That's his biggest weakness. And so this would be an important moment for him to make the right choice. And the right choice is swallow your pride, swallow the battle, and say – I'm man enough because I am the man that I'm going to pick Ron because Ron is like me. He's a fighter. He's tough. He's resilient. But the nice thing is he's young and he's our future. That would be a brilliant way to heal the party and move it forward. He's so dead on right there. He's so dead on right there. The problem with Trump is stop taking it personal and think like it's your business. Just on that decision, think like a businessman one time for us. Because yeah. that is a hell of a ticket if that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think his ego is so big, though, which, which is what we need, by the way. I'm not criticizing. I think you well, need I it. agree with that, but but I agree yeah. with Tom. He yeah. just needs to step back and be like, and listen to people. Because all you got to do is listen to probably the people around him saying Ron's the right one. Well, you also see some people auditioning for it out there. Um, obviously, um, the governor of South Dakota, she's paying, uh, she's spending oh, a lot wow. of money of her taxpayers' money to be on commercials <laughs> yes. all around the country. 
uh, that's her way of advertising and, and selling I herself totally agree. And, and getting name recognition. I love Christy. No. Oh, she's love she's her. wonderful. Love she's her. wonderful. Yep. Uh, and but I wish, like most women who make this choice, I just wish she would stop doing Botox and and age <laughs> and age naturally because she's beautiful enough. She doesn't need. She's it. gorgeous. And yeah. and I'll tell you what. What about uh the the I'm forgetting her name with the gray streak that came over from the Democrat Party. Here, the other yeah. Here, go ahead. Here's the problem with her, and and I I don't disagree. What, what, who is she? What's her name? Uh, uh, I forgot. Also, she's from Hawaii. Yeah, Congresswoman from. Oh Hawaii. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Tulsi Gabbard. Yes, go. Yes. Here's a problem. Keep in mind, she hasn't vacated her her policy issues on things like abortion. So I would never truth. want her to be president. I mean, so no truth, truth. Uh, no, no, no. I'm just saying and, I, I, and, I like her on our side, though. Oh, I no, mean, no, no, I really listen, do. We, we're a big 10, right? We're a big yeah. 10. And we one of the things and Ralph and I've talked about this before. I think it's important for us to pray every every day to make the Democrat Party great again, have a loyal opposition. And Tulsi Gabbard, well, I love her in our party. I do want a yeah, I wish sensible was, yeah, Democrats. Um, I mean, listen, yes. when Alan yeah. Dershowitz is the most yes. sensible Democrat, um, <laughs> there, there's something wrong with the Democrat Party, right? I mean, listen, I, I love Alan's mind. He's a brilliant man, and I can he always respect his dude. mind, yes. but he was never yes. going to vote the way I voted, ever. No, but no. that's what I want on the other side. I want someone who yes. is thoughtful, who loves America, but but yeah. just, just thinks differently than I do. It's okay. Yep. <laughs> So I, I'm I'm not sure if I if I did you guys pick a vice a vice presidential candidate here? Who's going to run with Trump? Both DeSantis. Yeah, yeah. I love DeSantis. I think it, it's got to be. You think? Huh? You see, I I, I think he's going to go with either a, a female, um, or Tim Scott. I know I know that sounds ridiculous, but no, I don't that think it, it does. But it'd be. It, I'd take either one of them, honestly. Tim Scott's just got a, again. It's the first debate, and I get that, guys. But it's just he had a chance to grab the bull by the horns, and I just don't. I don't think he did. The funny thing is, Nikki Haley would have been setting herself up to be that choice had she totally not agree. backstabbed Trump. Um, after again, yep. personnel decision, right? He chose her, yep. and and gave her the platform to be to have that. The, so, by the way, I think it's important to note that abortion was number one topic discussed last night, which it shouldn't have been, right? That's absurd that that topic yes. was the number one topic discussed in the Republican debate. The second was Donald Trump, which yeah. makes sense, but it's it's yeah. still it's not an actual topic, right? It's right. Um, credentials was third. So, of the three top issues, none of them really matter as issues. Right. The issues are the border. The issues are the economy, inflation, a uh, crime, right? Education. Um, these are the things that matter to Americans, and what this next election should be about, not abortion, not credentials. Tom, Tom, but Chris Christie got the UFO question, man. <laughs> again, again, think about this. Think about how horrible Fox is, right? I mean, oh my God, that's terrible, dude. And I'd like to, you know what? Hate Chris Christie, but that was the best answer I heard all night. Really? I get the UFO yep. question. He goes, out <laughs> exactly. of all this stuff, yeah. it really is not on my priority. He's right. I mean, he should have been like, what the hell are you talking about? That debate should have been 25% economy, 25% China, you know, and border, and, 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 and 25% border, border, and then 25% yeah. potpourri. 
Yeah. No, I agree. Totally. All right, agree. gentlemen, we're going to have to leave it there. Uh, I love listening to you guys. <laughs> it's like, uh, I, I'm just a very simple guy. I, I, Tom, I listen to you and it's like, God, what, what have I been doing all my life? It's just like, I'm, I live You've been making world. money, man. You've been making money. That's yeah, that's yeah, right. You've been yeah. making money. But you know, the I fact. just, I, I don't, I, I try to simplify things. Everything's so complicated now. I, that's, that's my mantra. This is why, you know, I have arguments with people, my family. I says, why do you guys complicate things? Life is, life should be simple. I don't want to get into that. But, but, you know, I listen to you guys and you guys make so much sense. I, I just, I don't know. I saw that stage last night and this is all I'm thinking. What a bunch of morons, except for that, for, for, I love DeSantis and I, and this guy Vivek, I'm really liking him. Other than that. Oh, I agree. What a bunch of clowns. Tom's right. Maybe. Why why were two of them even on the stage? I don't know. Here's your dark horse vice president. Yeah. So I'm thinking to myself, is this is. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Jason. (laughs) There you go. I got to get me one of those. I got to get to do that with it. Yeah. On the back, it's got try that in a small town, Tom. I love it. F-A-F-O on it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. All right, guys, we'll leave it there. Um, Please hit the subscribe button, the like button, all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, for you to stay in the loop. Our next episode is going to be called The Tide is Turning. Um, And I know that Rick and Tom have some very strong views on that. And I'm going to basically oppose them a little on that. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Uh-huh. push back against them okay but but i'm an optimist and and i still see it another way but um we'll see you next time rick tom it's always a pleasure uh we'll catch you next time have a good one appreciate it. remember guys you just uh listening to you and the truth you you've come to face the face with it you have any comments just uh, email us all right take care bye you have just come face to face with the truth please don't forget to like subscribe share and hit that bell so you will be notified when we drop new episodes.